Save the date, PsyCon is returning to Las Vegas for 2017. Today, you turned on your computer or your phone and Facebook told you that vaccines are an evil government plot. Twitter told you the sun is revolving around a flat earth. And the House Science Committee told you that climate change is nothing to worry about. Meanwhile, up is down, true is false, Oceania has always been at war with East Asia, and dogs and cats may in fact be living together. Enough already. It's time once again for the forces of reason and science to come together. Time for critical thinkers to connect, learn from each other and sharpen their skills. Time for the leading lights of skepticism to share their wisdom and rally the troops. It's time for PsyCon 2017 back in Las Vegas. October the 26th to the 29th, join luminaries such as James the Amazing Randy, Richard Dawkins, Eugenie Scott, The Skeptic's Guide to the Universe, Susan Gerbeck, Harriet Hall, Richard Wiseman, Carrie Poppy, Joe Nickel, and many, many more. The Master of Ceremonies is none other than George Harab. For the biggest Skeptics event of the year, returning triumphantly to the Excalibur Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas, the City of Illusions, PsyCon 2017 will be packed with fascinating talks and presentations, dazzling entertainment and fun social events with fellow skeptics. This October, get away from fake news and conspiracy theories filling up your news feeds at PsyCon 2017, your alternative to alternative facts. For more information, visit www.csiconference.org. You know, Ronnie just came up with uh, another piece of genius one-liner, and that is talk is much different from action. When I first started teaching martial arts, people would call and ask about the martial arts and ask about my credentials, and I would often get into conversations with guys that were just incredible they would they just they knew they seemed to know more than i did about martial arts which is uh, which was impressive and uh they would they, they would just seem to have the concepts and and know the history and and um, the practicality and applications it, it was just it was just incredible to talk to these people. And we would sometimes talk, I, I would sometimes talk for hours with these folks. Um, only for one, and we would just completely agree. And then they would not, they wouldn't show up. You'd never see them again. Or most of them just wouldn't show up. Or the ones that did show up and they had nothing. They, they were just all talk. And it blew me away. It blew me away because this would happen over and over. I, I thought maybe the first time or two or three it was a fluke. But then it uh, it was pretty much the rule that uh, 
these guys that talked so much talk even girls and guys talk but uh, when it came time to demonstrate they had nothing to back up and uh, and you know what it gets me to thinking maybe that's how it is in the opposite in other words folks that are more action oriented um, don't really have much to say or aren't very fluid in what they have to say about whatever the subject matter is um, I'm hoping that's the case because I don't feel like I'm all that verbally fluent in what I'm trying to get across I, I, I'm getting the job done but I don't think I'm anywhere as verbally fluent as uh, I would like to be and uh, anyway that's just a little thought you know talk is cheap I guess that old saying talk is cheap talk is much different from action I think us humans our species are really um, compelled to really work things out mentally and um, and then not necessarily do them I'm always uh, brought to Tiberius Caesar's quote regarding his human statues he had a museum of human statues that well performed sex acts and he said that these were, this was a superior museum because these statues do. Anyway, Integrity Radio. Um, did you know that, well, what was I trying to say? Okay, right. Did you, did you know that, oh, all right, do you have an Android phone or an iPhone? Because did you know that... You could, um, you could, uh, oh, right, yeah, you can push the button when you want to talk and record, and if you're on an iPhone, and then you can press the button again uh, when you're done talking, um, so you don't have to catch all the ums and the ahs and the, uh, what was the word I was trying to think of? <laughs> awesome. I'm sorry you Android guys can't do it, but if you're on iPhone, you can pause your recording and compose your thoughts. I can't tell you how tickled over this I am. Tickled, that's right. I need more time to say what I need to say regarding the great everything. Um, I'm not a big fanboy of stuff, but... My God, am I a fanboy of the great everything. This guy has not come up with anything that I like want to disagree with and, and argue. And I disagree and argue with practically everything that I hear. And Patrick, who does the great everything show, uh, just really thinks things out and 
articulates things so damn well and in the direction that the, those articulations should go. And what I mean by should go, um, pro-human, you know, like go, team, go. And, uh, and there's so much bullshit noise out there, you know. There's so much, so many people out there trying to make a buck out of making uh, humanity better or improving humanity. And, and really all they're doing is just lining their own pockets. They're, they're capitalizing on the fact that people are stupid and ignorant and uh, they, they, they probably only read one page more than their mark. Does that make any sense? And uh, it's so rare that there are people out there that are talking about improving our condition, the human condition, or how I like to say, attaining humanity. There's so few people out there actually hitting the mark. Oh, they're hitting their mark as far as making money off of people that know slightly less than they do, but they're just not getting it. So, anyway, I needed more than a minute to uh, talk about that. Usually, I just like to call in and uh, and <laughs> blow feathers up Patrick's ass because he's so damn good. But I, I need more than a minute. All you get is a minute. So, uh, there you go, Patrick. Uh, over two minutes, probably nearly three minutes of me blowing feathers up your ass. I hope it's enjoyable. Um, really, people... You need to listen to his show. You need to listen to my show, too. You have to suffer through me because I apply this stuff and have been applying it for many years. But Patrick really lays it out. If you want to hear about what I'm applying, then you got to listen to the great everything. There it is. There it is. <sighs> my goodness. What a beautiful day. Integrity Radio. Yo. Yeah, I don't know if there's a way to do that. I guess, what would I do? I'd have to record what you do and what I do on a completely separate device. Maybe. I don't know how I would go about doing that. Maybe on my computer I can do it. I don't know. I'll, I'm going to try to figure it out. But I was listening to your stuff last night and it was pretty good. Um... And yeah, I want to jam to it. I haven't jammed to it yet, but I will. Uh, Alright, see ya. Hey everybody, I'm, uh, I'm currently training for a, uh, well, a challenge that I will have, I believe, tomorrow. Uh, if, if my opponent indeed, uh, shows up. So, uh, yes, uh, my, my challenger, a worthy opponent, I'd say, he, uh, is, uh, 
Patrick from the great everything, the so-called great everything, and uh, versus me, Z, from Integrity Radio, and uh, he states that philosophy is of some great importance to uh, humanity, Um, and that, uh, you know, because cavemen back in the day used to uh, used to, uh, yeah, no, they used to philosophize and stuff, uh, that, that, that's still the right thing for a modern day human to do in advance of, uh, you know, neuros, neuro, uh, science and, and, uh, and philosophy, psychology rather, oh, it's messed up, okay, train harder, train harder, so, uh, all right, Stay tuned tomorrow for the big challenge. Yeah! Integrity Radio. Hey, Z. So uh, when I was a kid, Bruce Lee was uh, probably one of my two or three top idols. I've seen every one of his films. I've read his biography, Danny Santos. So, yeah, I do know about Wing Chun. And um, it's pretty cool that you teach it. That's, uh, that's awesome. And, of course, I know about Ip Man. Uh, but I only know that from the biography of Bruce Lee. And obviously from having watched every film about Ip Man there is, including the, all the ones with Donnie Yen, Grandmaster as well. There was another one, but I can't remember which one it is. Could it have been with Jet Li? I don't know. Anyway, uh, that's all I know about Wing Chun. I won't uh, pretend to have any further in-depth knowledge about it, though. Why? Enlighten me. Tell me what's interesting. How do you get shirts so clean, Mr. Lee? Ancient Chinese secret. My husband, some hotshot. Here's his ancient Chinese secret, Calgon. Calgon's two water softeners soften wash water so detergents clean better. In hardest water, Calgon helps detergents get laundry up to 30% cleaner. We need more Calgon. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? Calgon helps detergents get laundry up to 30% cleaner. What good is Wing Chun for the average Joe, for the normal person, for the average person. Of course, it's a slippery slope, an average person, a normal person, like what is. But okay, let's accept the vernacular. If you learn Wing Chun properly, uh, would you qualify as an average person, as a normal person? Another question I'd like to bring to the table is, is it worth learning Wing Chun if you can't learn from uh, a qualified person? Is it worth learning Wing Chun wrong? Alright, that's a rhetorical question. Of course it's not worth learning anything wrong. However, a little bit of Wing Chun can go a long way. Look at Bruce Lee. Wing Chun is just technology. Wing Chun is technology. But it seems like magic. I mean, imagine the the cell phone a hundred years ago, or, you know, the gun uh, a thousand years ago. Uh, These things would appear as if they were magic. I think Wing Chun is a lot like that. If you don't understand Wing Chun, then it comes off as uh, a little freaky. I love the old saying that comes from U.S. Wing Chun which is one Siong Tao a day, 
keep the doctor away. Two seal them towel a day will keep your enemies away. And three seal them towel a day will keep everybody away. I think that really speaks uh, volumes for Wing Chun and what it can do for the average person. The so-called average person. Well, I am not trying to sell you anything. I think I, if I haven't made that clear, I want to make that really clear. I'm not trying to sell you my services as a martial artist or as an instructor. Or I'm not trying to sell you any trinkets. I will sell you trinkets, trinkets if you want it, and I'll sell you service if I've got the time. Uh, these days don't really have much time, but uh, yeah. I'm not selling anything. This is just point blank. Wing Chun is what can save the world. And if I'm crazy, then someone should say, dude, you're crazy. That's a crazy idea. Knock it off. And here's why. But no one has. I've even been asked to speak at the TAM, the amazing meeting in Las Vegas a couple years back, a few years back, maybe. So, no, I'm not, uh, uh, I'm not crazy. <laughs> Unless proven otherwise, Wing Chun is the answer, and I am being ignored. And Wing Chun, as it's known by any Joe Blow out there that thinks that they do a fine form of Bruce Lee, Wing Chun, whatever, well, they're wrong. They're not the ones that you need. It's, it's like anything else. If, if a, a hundred people write a book based on the original book, you're going to have a hundred different books. And that's what we have. Except we have thousands, maybe even millions of practitioners doing it wrong. And the thing is, is doing it right is simple. It's a very basic, simple concept. It's very quanti uh, quantifiable. So, it stands, it still stands, it's rather, it is the method for us humans to uh, attain our level one humanity, or I'm out of my mind, and no one is bothering to tell me so, which is rather rude, I think. <laughs> if you think I'm wrong, or... or or, or, or if there's error in my thinking, why not just let me know? It's not an issue. I know I'm wrong often on many things. But on this one thing, no one's given me anything other than agree. Other than agreeing. But if I say the, sh the ship is sinking, we need to keep bailing the water out of this, the ship. Where are all the people bailing the water out of the ship? They're, they don't exist. They're like, yeah, yeah, there's uh, the sink. The ship is sinking. Or if there's another way, why aren't you pointing to it? Again, 
Wing Chun is the way. And you just go to my website. Again, I'm not trying to sell you anything, but you go to my website, www.sifuzi.com. S-I-F-U-Z.com. And just go through the lessons there. And, you know, if you think I'm full of shit, tell me. If you think, but uh, tell me succinctly, just don't, ah, you're full of shit, mate. <laughs> That was my best Australian uh, accent. Yeah, let me know why I'm full of shit. If you think so. And if you think I'm right, let me know that I'm right. And then let me know what you're doing in order to, um, to help humanity realize this and move ahead. And to actually, well, attain our humanity instead of just falsely claiming that we are human. We're we're still animal. We're horrible animals and we need to embrace our humanity. And we all know what that is. But why aren't we doing it? Because we don't have the physical skills that Wing Chun teaches us. But we're symbiosis. We need we need a, a, a critical mass to train in Wing Chun in order to fulfill that ratio of the amount of people that know better and are doing better. All right. I hope I'm answering these questions well. Pardon me if I'm not. And thank you for sticking with me. Integrity Radio. If you are the least bit interested in the human condition or perhaps even your own condition, you need to listen to Sam Harris. If you're not familiar with Sam Harris... Crawl out from underneath the rock that you're living under and check them out. Sam really points out the advances of neuroscience and thus the advances of psychology. And this is important to me because these advances validate and confirm what we know in Wing Chun and it takes Wing Chun out of the philosophical department and binds it right to the psychology department. See, there's no other practice on the planet, not yoga, not uh, meditation, not uh, prayer, not sports. Nothing, not, not even other martial arts on the planet that deals with the human condition in the manner that Wing Chun does. As my Sifu used to tell me, or perhaps still tells his students, Wing Chun is the jewel of China. It's the greatest thing, the greatest gift to the world that China has to offer. I think the greatest challenge that people have with Wing Chun is it's not something that you can intellectually know or understand. It's a practice that gets your body to tell your brain things about yourself and about the world around you. It's a form of meditation, but it's a physical meditation. And it's also a meditation that can, well, prove itself through the practice of Qi Sao. But let's not go into that right now. Grandmaster Chris Chan said, 
through just the practice of the seal and towel alone, a person could become a Wing Chun master. And he was not exaggerating. This is very true. I feel that Wing Chun comes in many forms and that eventually it will coagulate into an overall human consciousness. We can talk and philosophize about Wing Chun all day long, but it's not until that you it's not until you do it that you that you, you physically embody the concepts. They're just not things that the brain knows, but they're things that the body knows and that the body does without thinking. In a world where we all do the wrong thing without thinking, I think it's very important that we have a way, a path, a method to do the right thing. A method to naturally and always do the right thing. Or at the least to be striving to the right thing, toward the right direction. Right and wrong may be a philosophical issue, but right and wrong, oh boy, here we go, but yes, right and wrong can be shit. Right and wrong can be something more than just a thought, an idea. Right and wrong can actually be something that you can feel and embody and, and, and practice and put forth. I agree with Randy that I don't think there are many people that are truly evil or bad. Just ill-informed, uneducated, misinformed, indoctrinated, perhaps. But evil? Now, evil, I'll leave that up to bad parenting. I think the only thing that's evil in this world is bad parenting. All right, Integrity Radio. You know, two of the greatest compliments I ever got were also, well, they were meant to be insults. Uh, One called me a wordsmith, and this is by someone that I felt was intellectually my superior. And uh, and then someone who I have no idea who they were, just some troll probably, uh, that accused me of being a fancy talker. <laughs> Imagine that. So I'm just lamenting. I have my moments, but I really can't accept those compliments. Man, especially at the TAM conference. Oh, I mentioned the TAM conference. What I didn't mention is I had an opportunity to speak for it, but uh, I couldn't get any sleep uh, and couldn't eat. And so three days into not sleeping and eating, I then had to talk in front of uh, a bunch of people uh, about martial arts. And I, mm, I don't think I did myself any service. But uh, yeah... I don't think I'll let myself let, let myself live that one down. And to add insult to injury, this Bernstein asshole, who was, I guess, the guy in charge of that 
section or something had uh, conned me out of speaking in the second section of the conference, which then didn't allow me to uh, clarify anything or people to ask questions or anything like that. Man, God, I don't want to kick that guy's ass. <laughs> I mean, really, Randy came up to me after the second part of the workshop and presentation because he only went to the second part, not the first part and then asked me where I was. There was an empty chair and uh, up on the stage. I was supposed to be up there. <laughs> and so Randy, uh, oh man. And so yeah, I wound up letting Randy down inadvertently. And he's the one that invited me to speak specifically. So. So now I'm just joking about wanting to kick the guy's ass as well past that period of my life. But boy, what an asshole. Yeah, Bernstein was his name. I, I forgot his first name. He's going to be at the PsyCon. He, he'll be uh, uh, speaking yet again. So I'll have an opportunity to uh, confront him on this. So, uh, hey, more on that later. Speaking of which, in what is it, October, something like that? PsyCon is happening and uh, that's happening in Las Vegas and if you can make it out most certainly you should it's the largest gathering of skeptics uh, on the planet so uh, be there or be squared hmm funny how square is a negative connotation yet in science uh, it's all about squaring, right? Equals MC squared, exponentiating, stuff like that. Hmm. You know, the problem with getting kicked and punched in the head too many times is that you wind up not having full control of your brain. It's not that the information isn't in there. Yes, it's in there. It's all very, very well organized up there. It's just when I go to grab the book out of the bookcase, a bunch of other books fall, and uh, uh, yeah, and then the book you were looking for, you got to rummage through the pile. I'm hoping that this is an old paradigm thing. You know, the old paradigm of uh, state your argument and then state your claim, or your position, rather. Never state your position first, state your argument first. Um... And I, I hope that's an old paradigm thing. Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining us. This is the introduction to Chapter 3. And Chapter 3 definitely begs an introduction all on its own. Chapter 3 is going to be the most important chapter of your Wing Chun life. 3. Universal Working Factor. Ah, just a correlation there. This is the chapter where we learn to develop power, and we will always be developing power. We'll always be working to increase our power. Siom Tao means little idea, little mind fist. Siom Tao. If anyone were to tell me that just standing in a posture and performing a form could create 
this sort of power, I would be very skeptical. So if you're skeptical, that's okay. That's a healthy thing. I'll be breaking the Seolm Tao down into three parts. So there will be three instructional videos and perhaps uh, other supplemental videos, but there will definitely be three videos that will comprise the, the Seolm Tao. I'll break the elements of the movements and the posture down in each part. There will be a fourth video where it will be the entire form. You can just go to the fourth video uh, and if you already know the form and use that to train along with have a tr sort of virtual training partner or can take the lessons one two three the different breakdowns of the first second and third parts of the seal Tao. seal Tao is where you are going to live this is most of your training you can simply do five minutes ten minutes forty five minutes three hours of seal Tao. grandmaster chris chan would say, probably still does say, that you could become a Kung Fu master by doing Seom Tao alone. Seom Tao requires nothing but standing in posture and compressing in stance and focusing on these very specific movements. I like to say Seom Tao is Wing Chun. If I were to rename Wing Chun, it would be called Seolun Tao. Seolun Tao is that profound, that important. It's not the only thing in, Seolun, in uh, Wing Chun, but it is the single most important element of the Wing Chun system. The Seolun Tao becomes the language that you learn. When you learn a language, you learn, learn the words, and you learn sentences, and you learn uh, how to compose those sentences, relay information. That's exactly what the Seom Tao is. It's a physical language for a physical communication. All right, we look forward to training with you. If you have any questions or comments about the Seom Tao, definitely leave them and uh, we'll see you soon. Okay, if anyone here in the house listening has seen the Ip Man movies, Ip Man 1, Ip Man 2, Ip Man 3, Grandmaster, uh, there's, there's actually a bunch of them, and they're all pretty damn good, they're, and they're not all done by the same uh, company. The the Donnie Yen ones, I think, are done by one company, and then there's another company that does them. But it turns out they're all good. And uh, I guess to a certain extent, uh, Bruce Lee's films, um, some of Jet Li's films, uh, some of the other Kung Fu movies, and I'm not a huge Kung Fu movie fan, but the ones that I love are, I certainly love uh, the Ip Man movies. And the one word that comes to mind if you see these movies that should come to mind is indomitable 
spirit. Indomitable spirit. Yes. And uh, if you don't know what that means, don't feel bad. I actually had to look it up even though for some reason my mind, my brain knew what it is. My mind knows this thing is a mind, by the way. But yeah, my brain knew the right word, but I didn't actually know what it meant. So it means people, indomitable spirits, I mean, people described as having indomitable, indomitable spirits don't need pep talks or protein shakes. Their strength comes from within. This is uh, off of vocabulary.com. The adjective indomitable starts with the Latin prefix in, which means not. And the second part of the word is also from the Latin word damitare. <laughs> I think I'm saying that right. Meaning to tame. So not to tame an indomitable spirit. And I think that's what people should get from the stories that they uh, see uh, or experience from Ipman or even some of the other great martial art movies. Now, this is the same as the, the term Wu Wei, which means to, uh, to achieve without doing. Um, you can get yourself in trouble. So let's, let's really nail down what we mean here by an indomitable spirit. And what it, uh, what it means to Wing Chun, and Wing Chun, Wing Chun really helps the self-motivated individual, somebody that is really self-motivated to progress and to learn and to grow and help others to learn and to grow. Um, that is the indomitable spirit that I speak of specifically. And so that certainly takes a certain amount of training but uh, the spirit doesn't take the training. It's the actual ability to do these things. And so we do have to train our bodies and subsequently our brains. That's the, the martial approach. And it requires an indomitable spirit such as such as that of Itman or Bruce Lee, who defied all odds in racist America. All right, Integrity Radio. So that's how the 12 laws came about, is through extrapolating the 12 combinations of Chris Chan's. Something interesting about the 12 laws uh, they also are appropriate to the number that they're using uh, if you want to express symbology and meaning uh, to numbers. It would be very easy to do so. Um, and this was somewhat inadvertent, I must admit. The 12 laws, to me even, seemed a lot like... Uh, prophecy, uh, like Moses coming down with the Ten Commandments.
because this sort of all came to me in one day and the origins of it was a little hazy to me uh, upon inception. But now that I've had a lot of time to reflect on the 12 laws and reflect on Chris Chan's training, um, it, it all is becoming a bit more clear. In other words, conscious or unconscious, these things become self-evident over time. Number one, appreciate all things. Number two, unworthy of trust. Number three, integrity is structure. Number four, emotional control. Number five, situational awareness. Number six, create options. Number seven, transition. Number eight, anticipate deception. Number nine, fight from within. Number 10, expect the best. Number 11, fragility is not sensitive. And number 12, small idea, no punch. No punch, no grab. And we can't forget that crazy motherfucker, uh, Wong. Damned you, Wong. Next question is, I've heard instructors say that Wing Chun would be very ineffective against a very good boxer. Would you be willing to challenge any of those instructors who say Wing Chun is ineffective against a good boxer? Would you be willing to challenge any of those instructors in like a one-on-one -on -one to show them that their theory is incorrect? To answer the question there, it's quite important to understand the movement of the line. <laughs> this is the problem. The problem a lot of time coming in. Soon coming in, you make the move and control. Like I mentioned before, not all Wing Chun create equal. You're not wrong there. If you come with people doing Wing Chun not up to the standard, and then the person using a boxer, good boxer, of course, you're going to bust them up and eat them alive. Now, one thing you need to remember, one basic thing. The boxing guy wear glove, okay? In the street, they've got no glove. This is why using the Wing Chun, the movement we're going to use a lot more better to be able to come in to control. So the work you need to understand is, for instance, if you do that, show your big, quick one, that when you come in, I will attack, I will attack. Soon here, I will deal with him. Without the line of the hand, So the idea of it is a basic movement, learning to understand. But if you want to moving around with a glove on, then it's easier for you to hit because you don't get broken easy. But in the street, broken on straight away. If you come and cover right, I control the line because I need to defend my head. Do you are you asking me that? Do I want to prove that wrong? Why want to prove anything? What are there to be proved anyway? It's like America. If you don't want to fuck around with me, I'm going to go around your country. I'm going to bomb the living daylight of you so they can work with us. No. What is, what is it all about? Same thing or thing in religion. You have your own theory. We have our own theory. You keep yourself to yourself. We keep yourself to ourselves. We will be so happy. Nobody asking you to watch me. If you got a problem, close your fucking eye so you got no problem. Why you open your eye like this and see this? Oh yeah, I hate him because he's fucking ugly. I hate him because he's black. I hate him because he's sallow. I hate him because what? I'm gonna beat him up. 
this is a problem with people fucking sick in their mind there you understand me we don't i just here to show move my movement i got nothing against anyone and you asking a question about do they challenge one-on-one -on -one? what is there to be challenged about what is there to need to challenge about huh is that they come and take my foot away from my home is that coming to try to kill my family no if that happening it's not challenging it's become something else it's become angry it becomes something else to turn up to become evil to come in you're dead or me could dead or alive we're no challenging we're not a fucking kid from school let's go and play my dad is better than you your dad is better than me i can whip your fucking ass because my dad got a longer one and your dad got a smaller one you dumbass it's not gonna work like that in this world here so you got understanding need to be grow up people fucking grow up into your head if you got a problem with things sort yourself out i don't have problem with it I show the movement, you don't want Joe to watch it then. I didn't. Is that answer the question for you? Today, with any luck, I'm going to be focusing on my favorite one-liners. Now, these are one-liners that I have created, come up with myself, and uh, some of them are uh, just, they're there, they're, they're in the ether. They've always been. Alright, so I'll start out with my favorite one I made up myself. Well, I've altered myself. And that is, when you point a finger, there are three pointing right back at you with a thumb right up God's ass. <laughs>